Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. My primary income uh, is that of the gains that I achieve in the stock market. So I guess you would categorize me as a professional investor, and I pursue it that way. Um, I run my life that way. Uh, I pay attention to the stock market every day. But I've, I've learned over the last year, I guess it is, that there's several other things that I have to do if I'm going to be successful in the stock market. And one of them is to monitor the news. Nita and I have a habit that every evening at 5 o'clock, we sit down for our evening cocktail, and we watch the local news, and then we watch the national news, and then we go and prepare dinner. The other thing I do is every morning I get up and I turn on CNBC, and I watch the early talk about the stock market, and then I pick up the Wall Street Journal, and I read the Wall Street Journal. And what I'm really looking for is the pulse of our nation. And it struck me last night that the number one news story was Joe Biden getting a booster shot um, from the vaccine. And I thought to myself, this is what Joe and um, CBS, apparently, or NBC, I guess it was, uh, thought was the most important story of the day. And I got to thinking about what would it have been like to become the president of the United States and come in and sit down with your staff and your cabinet and say, okay, what are our priorities for the next four years? And how are we going to attack those priorities such that we achieve them. Now, the number one pr priority has to be protect our citizens and make them secure and successful and have a better life than what they did the preceding four years, okay? So I believe that's kind of the way every president goes about his building his administration. And in that priority has to be get reelected. So with that in mind, and the pulse that I'm seeing in the markets today, and the influences I'm seeing the global markets having on our, on our local markets today, and what I'm speaking of there is what I've done my preceding three videos on, and that is the collapse of the real estate market in China and how it's going to affect our U.S. markets, and thus getting a pulse of where I need to be. Now, I need to be honest and share with you, I'm about 20% cash and looking to add to that because I think we are in the midst of a major market correction. And the only thing that can stop that is the United States Congress and the Chinese Communist Party. That's the only things I believe that can stop us having a major crash. So in this video, I want to share with you my thoughts on how I am going to measure what's going on on a day-to-day -day basis to give me an insight is what's, not what's going to happen 
in the future, but more what's going to happen in the short term that could affect my future. So that's what this video is about. Uh, the tools that I use, the regiment that I go through to help me make good investment decisions, because that's, that's the primary goal of this YouTube channel, Best of Us Investors, to help you make good investment decisions. Now, I'm not a financial advisor. I used to be. I used to run one of the largest financial planning uh, firms in the United States under the Ameriprise label, but I'm not up. My, my license isn't up. So don't take this as financial advice. Take this as education and entertainment. Let me put that in writing to protect my derriere, and we'll get down to this. Be right back. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, my thought was, if I was an advisor to Joe Biden uh, and his staff, what would I do? If they said, Kerry, come in here um, and, and give us some advice on how we can keep our jobs um, after the after the following the coming four years, and I would have I would have shown I would have shown them this chart. And let me show it to you. What I want you to look to the right hand side, as long as we're talking about Joe and uh, his priorities, and I list number one as stop the virus, number two, stop the cyber attacks. Number three, um, rebuild our supply chain. And number four, to get reelected. And under that, uh, grow the economy, um, fix the infrastructure, and create some social programs for our nation. Okay, that's, that would be the priorities. Then I would say, okay, Joe, I think you need to get a perspective of what has kept the economy going and has got us to the position we are and how we potentially could affect the economy. So I'd put him, bring his attention back to the chart and I'd say, this is a chart going back to 2000. And in red, I'm showing those things that affected the economy the most. Um, the digital revolution, e-commerce, social media, big data, uh, electric vehicles, uh, the coronavirus, and now more recently healthcare. Um, a kind of a response to the coronavirus. And then I wanted to show him so that he was aware what our national debt was as we moved through these periods and show to him that as we increased our national debt, such as from 08 to 18, by $10 trillion, we directly affected the stock market. In essence, Joe, what we're doing by increasing our debt is increasing the money supply. And we can do that, Joe, because in 1977, we came off the gold standard, and our dollar has no relevance to anything other than what the world thinks it's worth. And so we can print all we want, Joe. And as you can see, uh, we started in 08, uh, printing it at the rate of an additional trillion dollars 
a year. And we stayed on that pace until we got hit with the coronavirus. And then we accelerated the pace. And in the last year and a half, we've increased our debt, our money supply, by $8 trillion in, in roughly 16 months. So it's at a pretty hardy pace. So, And you can see then this jagged colored line. That is actually the NASDAQ market, which is what's driving our economy right now, because that's where the inner, uh, disruption and in innovation and in technology is, and that's what's going to drive the future. So that's where the money that we print goes. In addition to that, Joe, it's gone to real estate. The, the real estate prices have gone up kind of in the same pattern. So in order to keep that pace, in order to keep the economy growing, you need to generate some more money to go into the economy. Now, if I were Joe, I would have said, well, uh, I see you said that we, we increased it by $8 trillion in, in the last eight. Do we have to keep up that pace? And, and, and I would say, Joe, no, not really, because a big part of that $8 trillion was in, in relief checks to people who weren't working. And, um, and, and then we, we subsidized the unemployment checks of people who weren't working. And we, we, we subsidized some businesses. So the, many of those people are back to work now. In fact, um, we're, we will be rolling them off of the uh, unemployment checks and, and thus and such. So, so no, we don't need a full $8 trillion over the next year. Well, how much do we need, Joe said. And as you can now go forward and we're up to today, you can see that they kind of decided they needed $3.5 trillion. And that's not all in one year. That's going to be for an infrastructure program and some social uh, programs. And I got to believe that some of it is going to be directed towards um, the medical field, because again, we've got to stop the virus. That's, that's priority number one. Um, we've got to uh, stop cyber attacks. So some money will go there. And then we've got to rebuild the supply chain. We got to bring manufacturing back to the United States. So over the next three to five years, we need that three trillion, three point five trillion dollars. Okay, so that's where Joe's at today. Uh, he's not having a lot of luck. Uh, a lot of you aren't getting vaccinated. So uh, he came on national TV yesterday. His priority was to take a shot in the arm in the public. Had no idea Joe was that hairy. Um, but he is. He's a pretty hairy, hairy gentleman. Um, so that's his number one priority. And he recognizes he's got to get that $3.5 million approved, and he's running into some opposition. And we see that basically the Republicans and everybody agree that, yeah, we need the $1 trillion for the in infrastructure, but the the, the Republican House is saying, you aren't going to get the one million trillion for the, the infrastructure if you don't give us the, the 3.5 trillion more that we want for 
uh, social programs and, and helping the, the, the people who need help. Now, the next thing that I think was interesting was Joe then probably, oh, I guess this was probably back in uh, March, April, May, he, he said, um, is there any money that we can get um, by moving some money in, in the budget. And they went through anything and everything, and they came to the, um, the budget for the Afghan war, spent $2.3 trillion since the start around um, 01 through over the last 20 years. So they divided that 2.3 by 20 and came up with somewhere around, I think it's a $115 billion. And, and so they said, well, if we could get out of the war in Afghanistan, we'd have $115 uh, billion that we could spend on an annual basis. That's already budgeted. Joe took it, took a hit right in the face. He said, well, yeah, yeah, but I'm going to get a lot of feedback, flashback on that because this is going to take $115 billion out of the U.S. economy as a result of the war machine that we're not going to be supporting. We need that money. We need that money. And it's already in in um, the, the defense budget. And that's where DARPA is. And that's where DARPA can use it to help stop this virus. Okay. So that was the plan. And then just in the last week, we came to the awareness that the Chinese real estate market is about to implode. I've done the last three videos on that. So I encourage you to watch them because this is, this is epic. This is something that nobody saw coming, but makes total sense that they, they were building houses for the migration of people to the cities at an unbelievable rate and, and, and selling them at an average of 400 square feet for $250,000. And then when the pandemic came and, and people were no longer working, they couldn't pay for the $250,000 for their 400 square foot apartment or home. And so they stopped paying them. So then the the contractors, the, the developers started discounting them in order to keep the cash flow going. Because think, think about it. it. It's not like building a house. Over there, a home is in a 30-story building with I don't know how many homes in that building. It takes three, four, five years to build that. So you've got to keep the cash flow. But now, all of a sudden, because of the pandemic, the appraised value of our apartment went from $250,000 to $125,000. Oh my God, our debt to equity ratio just collapsed. And the government says you can't have that debt to equity ratio. And that's what's happening in, in China. And that's why we're going to see a real estate crisis that is going to mirror the real estate crisis that we had in 2008. And that to my way of thinking, and that's all that is, because remember, I'm not your financial advisor. This is big. This is big. This will reach our 
our real estate market. And, and again, people say, this is a China problem. No, it's not. General Motors sells more cars in China than they do in the United States. Nike sells more running shoes in China than they do in the United States. Kentucky Fried Chicken sells more wings and, and, and legs in China than they do in the United States. This is a world, this is a global problem. And it's going to hit us, like Mike Tyson says, everybody's plan changes when you get hit in the face. We're about to get hit in the face. And we need, as investors, astute investors who make good investment decisions to react accordingly to this. As I said, I'm 20% cash. I saw this coming about a week ago. I tried to raise another so much in cash as Tesla jumped this morning up to $795, but I didn't get my order in quick enough and now it's down to $777. Why Tesla? Because that's my biggest exposure to China. And that's where I think the big bomb's going to explode. We'd be okay here without the China incident. We'd work it through. The Republicans and the Democrats want to keep this economy growing. Now, the Republicans want to replace Joe, so they're going to make it as hard as they can for him to do it, but they want the economy to grow as well. But we do not have any control of what's going to happen in China, and I just explained to you what's going to happen in China. They can't control that in Washington, D.C. It's a given. It's going to happen. Now you say, yeah, well, the Chinese will just print more yuan and bail them out. Well, you see what happened. We did that in 08, but we had a crash of 50% even though we did it, even though we bailed out uh, AGI, we bailed out um, all the banks, all but Lehman and, and, and a few others, and, and, and it still crashed 50%. So in, in the description, I want you to watch five movies. I've listed them there. I want you to read the books that I showed you. Uh, I've shown you many times. I've listed them there. And, and you can go to Amazon and buy them. I want you to go to um, tradingviews.com so that you can duplicate this chart. So that you can go to it every day and remind yourself what's driving this market. And you can update it on a daily basis because trading views will update it for you. And you can go to um, usdebtclock.org and you can see what our debt is, 28 trillion. You can see it on a daily basis. And so you can update your chart and you can, when you say, what should I do today? You can pull up your chart and you can say, okay, based on history, based on the knowledge that I've acquired by reading the books that Carrie has suggested. Uh, and again, they're in the description. You can come to a realistic decision is what do I need to do today to make a good investment decision. That's all, uh, the only reason I'm here. I do not need your click. I do not need Amazon's, or excuse me, Google's uh, advertising money. I don't need it. 
I make enough off of my investment. So, excuse me for getting riled up. Nita says I need to settle down a bit. But I take this MNN and it, it just gives me so much energy. There's a link to that in the description too. Talk to you tomorrow.